welcome to the Two Dolts Podcast, episode seven. Yeah, two plus five. It's so seven. scoring at home. Seven. As in Daryl has had seven male companions. Feels like we've been part of a Star Trek. Or no, Star Wars. You know what I fucked up last time? I said Star Trek instead of Star Wars. I don't remember last time. You know why? Because I never put it up online because it was bad. But we were drunk. You were drunk. I got drunk. I tried to play catch up and Well, I just get excited drunk. Like I'm like a I'm like a hold on, let me fix that. Um I'm like a like a dog that's waits for the owner to get home. You know, I get so excited that I piss my pants. Um, while we're talking, I got to shit. We're in the next day. You have to shit. Got it. No, um, I was going to just mention this. I know this is your baby. These podcasts, this thing, you've been on my shit for a couple of years about this. Sure. It just popped up in my Facebook memories in the last two days. Something we were bullshitting about nine years ago. We were talking about, you're like, we should start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Nine fucking years ago, you were thinking about the Two Dolls podcast. I Nine years did, ago, man. I did a podcast in 2006 with Tim uh, called The Tim Show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, in 2006, but nobody knew how to get it. You need to have like an iPhone or iTunes or something like that. And it was like $100 a month to be able to upload your podcast to the, to the feed but it was only like one way. I really do wish that I'd stayed with it. You know what really messed me up too? And I know you're not a fan of um, Barstool Sports. Not at all. Fuck you, Portnoy. But that is exactly how you, he, he acts how you would act if you had $200 million. You don't know that. I, I, I know you pretty well. Like if I had $200 million, I would just go away. I would be in Montana. I'd have a private island somewhere. Yeah. Not like Epstein, but it'd be mm. like I'd have a private island. Like an 18 like, and older. We're definitely checking IDs. Allegedly. Think about it. Um, yeah, the guy at the door might not be able to read <laughs> or do math. <laughs> He's the fucking dude from uh, Grandma's, <laughs> Grandma's Boy. <laughs> Oh, no, I was thinking of, uh, man, like a long time ago, our our friend Tim, uh, my old friend Tim. May he rest in peace. I love that. No, he's still alive. I know. I miss him. I miss that guy. Um, He doesn't have all his toes, right? No, he lost lost two of his toes in an epic, no, he he has all of his toes. Um, You sure? Yes, he has all of his toes. Who do we know that lost their toes? Nobody? I don't fucking know anybody. Like, I wouldn't be friends with them. Or even, like, miss being friends with them. Okay, then this whole fucking story got misconstrued. Because I remember I was at London's house. We were fucking bombed out of our minds because it was a random day with Kishel and his wife, London's wife. And we were drunk. And somebody called London and told him Tim was in an accident. Yeah. And Something happened after that. I thought he lost toes. No, no. He, uh, no. he got in a bad accident, though. But yeah. he, I, have seen all, I have seen all of his ten toes. I've seen all Tim of his Mary. nine toes. Tim Mary, if you're watching this, why does it look like I got a fucking – well, this is the 
I think you're lazy uh, eye. Um, Tim, if you're listening or watching this, I love you, man. And I hope you have all your toes. I'm he glad you didn't die that day. And he, he, he's, <laughs> he's one of the funniest motherfuckers ever. But he came up to me. You know how, like, yes. You know how easily good ideas are dismissed because you just don't think things are possible, right? So a long time ago, he came up to me. This is like, fuck, man, 2000, 2007, maybe, maybe 2008. And he comes up to me and he's like, I want to make an online magazine that's built for guys but that's edgy and we can talk about sports. We can talk about whatever. And he's like, and I was kind of with him until he goes, and I want to call it like the locker room or the men's room or something like that. And the first thing I thought about is like, Hey, this is Maxim magazine. It, yeah. And, and also sounds like, are we trying to fuck guys or are we trying to, <laughs> are we trying to get guys to read shit? Like I didn't see past like the rapping. I didn't get into like the present part that he had. He had figured out the right gift. I just couldn't get past the wrapping. And when I see that bar stool, and you know, you, like 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 him or not, or and I know you don't. I, I I appreciate fucking guys that just are like, this is who I am and whatever. But um, he, I do believe that that's another idea where where Tim had a good idea, and I yeah. just was like. But what are we going to do? We're going to write like blogs of how we're going to get to like read it and stuff like that. And, you know, they came along at, at that time, but they had adapt like social media started to grow and the, the concept of social media started to grow with their ability to create content. And now you start seeing them getting stars. Now they have the money and they have the funding. Now they can go get Dion. They can go get Molly, Miley Cyrus to do shit. Like they, they kind of put together a plan and, I, I couldn't get past the idea that we're going to call something the men's room, you know? And I just wonder how many people are out there that have like really good ideas. Like, like, no, 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 you're an idiot, but I am complete idiot. But like, let's say you like, you wrote a movie and it was (laughs) the most epic movie of all time, but you called it like fluffy bunnies or some bullshit. Like the the title was wrong. the, The idea was perfect that he had the title was wrong and i wait his title was the men's room yeah that's fucking brilliant i think that's genius i think that is a really good name for something like that back then yeah i mean we're talking about 06 you know yeah that's 14 years ago this was a way different time but now now but also when you look at things like i'm gonna try to say a word secularly Right. Ooh, let's see if you can pronounce that in episode eight. Sexularly, when you look at things like in in, so if you look at something vertically like that, right? You go, okay, so we're gonna make this blog website, blah blah blah. We're gonna write articles, yada yada. But now the right way to do things is to go blogged content or podcast content, have them merge, have them kind of loosely represent each other, loosely connect to each other, and then use social media to promote both sides, right? That's the way to do it. I couldn't get past the fucking name. I couldn't do it. And I don't know that I could have at the time, especially built anything 
like that or whatever. I'm not saying that we could have been anything like that, but like he had a good fucking idea. And I was like, mm. <laughs> Dude, how, how much did we battle? Not battle. We weren't really fighting about it, but struggle to come up with a name for this podcast. Yeah. 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 And we were literally back and forth on this every day. Mm-hmm. You know, it started what two guys, one mic yep. taken on. Um, let's do what we normally do and drink 10 beers before we do anything. Oh, 10 drink minimum. All yeah. right. We're rolling with it. All of a sudden we get an email. Hey, it's kind of taken. We've been Very doing nice this for a while. Yeah. Cool. And you guys are awesome. And I know they said that they wouldn't mind getting us on and yeah. fuck it, dude, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. But, and then we, my wife was like, you guys are way overthinking this you're fucking drunks you're idiots mm-hmm. figure it out something simple don't go too hard really like, what about two dolts and i'm like i fucking love that word dolt it's a great word I, I will it comes up on my facebook every year i called my friend kyle who we started top tier sports together adult one day and he went off he's like that's not even a fucking word what are you talking about how drunk are you i'm like here it is in the dictionary here's a screenshot <laughs> and he's like fuck man nice it's funny when you ever since i've loved that word when you when you look us up on spotify the the definition of dolt shows up underneath us because that's how i kind of put it together yeah it's like two dolts a really stupid person blah blah blah, noun or some shit like it's like exactly you're like all right i get it um it works yeah yeah i mean to me I can't get into something if the name isn't right, you know, like that's obviously dude, the men's room. I'm not going to lie. That would have blown up. I think it it just seems like a place where guys go to get fucking blown, you know, where we go to shit. Yeah. If he would have called it the urinal. Yeah. But he wanted to like, he was like the men's room or the locker room or whatever, but like what we didn't do locker room would have been good. But what Barstool did is they made it about, bar like it's it's bar room talk that's a, that that's if tim would have came, came up to me and said i have this idea it's called barstool sports and it's a blogging website where we talk all about sports and stuff like that but it's like we we say fuck and we do this i would have been into it yeah but i couldn't get past the fucking name and i like and i like that man yeah if you would have said that to me i'd be like i only have like 17 dollars, but here it is Let's go with it. He's he, he, that that kid. He comes he comes up with ideas. He's an idea guy. He's he's the he's he's the sizzle, but he's not the steak. Yeah, you know, which was always kind of fun when when we would hang out and we would talk. Like it would be like he go. Um, I had this. <laughs> he goes. So one time he's like, I had this idea for a movie. It's about like Dreamweavers and fucking like i don't know like this guy can jump into people's dreams i'm like i got it and then we start so i write like 40 pages of a movie about his 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 sizzle you know but he always would just kind of be able to like interject these things where it's like okay he'd come in and go i have an idea for a song and it should say i thought it was a dream i mean it seemed so real to me i'm like cool go into a room come back 20 minutes later and I have a whole song that I wrote with the start of those words. That's it. 
there's something that that guy had that I could tap into like that. It was, it was like instantaneous, you know, but I can't believe I like couldn't see past the men's room or the locker room. Or something. Here's the thing now that we're going to talk about this. Um, you have a problem with Tim coming up and saying, Hey, let's do a podcast. Let's do a blog show, whatever. And we're, I'm going to name it men's room locker room. Yeah. That's where dude, I mean, you walk into the bathroom and you're one stall over from a dude pissing. It's quiet, and you're like, boy, this water sure is cold. <laughs> right, Stupid right. shit like that, right? Yeah. But you decided to go with as vanilla as you could and name it after the guy that decided to start it. The Tim Show. Yeah. That's as vanilla as it gets. Well, so no, the, the Tim you Show. Being creative guy that you are and can do all this fucking shit. How did you think that was a bad name, but decided to go with the Tim show and roll with it? Well, the Tim show was, um, the Tim show started with Owen and Tim when they could do these broadcasts over America online instant messenger. Like this is how long ago it was. So they were in chat rooms, like 13 year old women with, with, with all, with all friends from college and they would do yeah. this fake radio show. And I, I always wanted to be a radio guy. I always wanted to be a radio guy. Oh, I wanted my own radio station so bad. Yeah. I, I like, I would have settled to be I talked like the, to you about it once. I know you're like, how, how, how can we do this? I'm like, it's a lot of money and there's FCC violations that you'll definitely fucking fall into. But yeah. um, I'm going to break a lot of those, but the way to do it is this, right? So you, like, you could get more views, more listens, more, more contacts, and actually like rip into people's lives faster by, by doing something like this versus being on a fucking 93.8 or some shit, right? So, um, no, it's kind of messed up. Like when you start to put together those weird ideas, um, I fell in love with the concept of like making it about it was like the Tim show and he would come up with these fucking taglines like hesitation equals confirmation. So they, they would interview people and if they hesitated on answering, it obviously meant that they were right, you know, like, or that they didn't want to answer because it happened. Like, so tell me about you and so-and-so, you know, and he always had these fucking taglines and, and, you know, and I was never like front and center in that shit. And then um, as people got older, I think Owen, you know, just stopped being in, in the party scene. And obviously I'm always in the party scene. So um, when we had that house on hurdle, we had a guest couch and then I had mics and, and then we would actually do the Tim show. We would actually, fucking casting couch. Yeah. We would host a show and like interview drunk people at our parties and just for the people that were there. So sometimes there'd be 20 people watching us do this thing. And it, so it was always the Tim show. Um, hey, didn't you guys do a video or take pictures and shit over, um, by Delaware Park, uh, Hoyt Lake there with a Michael statue with a dick hanging yeah, oh, out. Yeah, Didn't yeah, you guys yeah, do yeah, something yeah, right there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. the cops come or something? No, we, we didn't have the cops for that one. Um, we did that. We did, um, we did do the, the sand dune kind of thing off by Route 5. Um, oh, we, Tiff Street there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we there, did. Yeah. <laughs> we did. I tried to jump off of the ship. Um, remember that big-ass ship that was parked off of Route 5 in the harbor? for a lo the longest time. They were oh, out by those like green yeah. silos yeah. out there? In the yeah. Yeah. So I went and talked to the guy. I was like, Hey, I want to jump off that boat into the water. And he's like, the currents there, if you hit the wrong angle, it'll break your back. I was like, so you're saying I can't do it or, you know, but yeah, we were just doing dumb shit. I wanted to jump off the Grand Island Bridge. 
That would probably kill you. It's a lot higher than you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. But I like in my head, I was like, I should do that, you know, because we just thought, let's do what we thought when we get people to come over to our house, they love watching these dumb little videos. So there's, there'd be times where I would come home and there'd be 20 or 30 people watching videos that we did last weekend, you know? I, I got forced to watch a video at that place that I, it is fucking stuck in my head and there's not enough bleach that I can drink to get it out of my head. Is it Tim and on I know fire? You, I know what, I know you know what video I'm talking about. Which one is it? Um, is a certain video with two individuals um, in a shower together. <laughs> one of which I am talking to right now. And the other one is going to be the next star on my 600 pound life. <laughs> yeah. And I think you pissed on him in the shower. <laughs> sure did. Fuck, I can't get it out of my head. That happened so long ago. Uh, I can't yeah. get it out of my head. Yeah, we did Tim on fire. That was a great one. I don't know if you ever saw that one. That was yep. a good one. Um, yeah, there's, I got a video somewhere. I got to find it of uh, me and Hurley walking into the Chinese restaurant across the street from Hurdle, and I had a guitar on me, and I just started playing chords, and Hurley started freestyling a song about how they kill all the cats in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. We, got, we, we should get Hurley on here sometime. Oh, 100%. Yeah, we, we just – we're all we, – you know what's cool is um, if you're if – you're, the, the rule in improv comedy is that you don't block, you don't say no. And it just seemed like we had a four or five year period where nobody said no to something. It was always like, Hey man, let's, let's drink a hundred beers this weekend and then go to the Italian fest. Okay. It was like, it was never, there was never a, well, I can't do it. I can't can't really, that's a lot of, no, it's like, I'm going to try. I get to 65 and I'm blackout drunk. We're still going. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep going. You know, um, you know, the, the time where um, it was me, Kyle, and Tim, and we are racing and doing uh, car bombs. I think we did about 17 or 18 car bombs a person. And then I threw up and flooded my entire house. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a stand by me throw up right there. But yeah. you're one person and everybody's throwing up. Well, I, I remember uh, everyone else went to sleep totally fine. And... I was my stomach just curdled. I was on the that. I was on the phone with my girlfriend at the time, and uh, she had this. She had this like. I want to say a Caprice Classic or some shit. That. What the fuck kind of car was? It? Anyways, it was such a shitty car that in the middle, it was a Saturn. In the middle, if she hit a bump, you could feel the car bend in the middle. Like it was actually. Rusting. Like the frame was broke? Yeah, it was, it was rusting in the center of the fucking thing. So I was like, I'm sick. I'm just so sick. And she's like, holy shit, do you have cancer? It's like, no, I'm just so sick. I'm gonna so sick. And I was shitting profusely. And that was the only time. In the car? No, no, no. I was like, I was on the oh. toilet. I was calling oh. her. I was like, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. She's like. Oh, because you- one minute we're in the car, next minute you're Sorry. pooping. So. Make so your she, segue wait, here. Sorry. So she goes, I'm going to have to drive to you. I was like, okay, just drive to me. Like, I, I, I was such a, I'm a fucking 
I realized something. I'm a shark of a person. I'm like, I don't care what I eat. I don't care. Yes, you do. Because you're, you're part vegan. Yes, but I, I just keep, I just keep moving. I just keep predatorily navigating water. So I was just like, I, I don't know. Just can you come? Apparently, that's the only time ever that we ever locked the front door of all time, ever, 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 ever. Especially even on Hurdle, like we just never locked the front door. So she couldn't get in the fucking house. So she drove from fucking um, Best Street, like ghetto, ghetto. You know. Oh um, yeah. Science, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah but. in her fucking bend in the middle car, and couldn't get in the house. Meanwhile, I'm shitting and puking into the fucking shower. Turn the shower on. Think, okay, cool. The puke will just wash on the drain because that's what it does. Chunk. Most of the chunks will go down after you after you eat a ham sandwich. Sure, and then wake up in the morning and and uh, yeah, the whole house is flooded. Um, but you live and you learn, and I probably almost have done that three or four other times. I've never, I've never been that drunk. That's a lie. That's a flat out fucking lie. Yeah. We had some times. We had some times. You sure? Yeah. I think. I don't know. Really cool that you can remember those. I got it on video. We, (sighs) dude, I have so many like funny fucking videos from all that, from that time that are on like weird little tiny, like video things. I got to figure out how to fucking play them. And you know, we had some times. Those are evidence. Yeah, I'm going to burn every single one. Of them. You should put those in a box and label it Cincinnati and put it <laughs> on your bed. You say it? And you label it Cincinnati? That's fucking admissible. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you know. Dude, did, let's go back to Hurley for a minute. Sure. So back in the day, like, I'm talking, fuck, man, 15, 16 years ago. Uh-huh. We would call each other and leave rap battles on each other's voicemail. Like if one of them, if if I called him and he picked up, we, I'd yell him, "Shut the fuck up, hanging up your phone." Uh huh. And then I'm like, "It's time." He's like, "All right." So he'd like go to voicemail, and then I would sit there at home and write these raps out. And it was always just a diss track. Sure. And you'd call him back, and you leave this fucking nasty ass voicemail, and then he'd call you and laugh. And he's like, okay, my turn. And that motherfucker, he didn't have to write shit down. No. Good at that. Yeah, he's he very talented. stupid good at that. Mm-hmm. And then one day, me, him, and London were at Vinny's. This was shortly after we came back from Jamboree in the Hills and we met some girls that actually lived in this area. And we started playing the cell phone game. I've never you heard of play that? No. No? Um, so you get your phone out, and I look at you, and I go, 17. You open up your phone, you start at your contacts at number one at A. Oh, boy. You go down 17. Okay. You have to call that person, and you have to – if they answer, you have to work in a phrase or a word. And usually it was vile, vile shit. You got one person in your phone that was completely off limits. Oh, Most boy. people, it was like a grandmother or your mom – I'm telling you, this was the fucking worst game I have ever, ever, ever played. I bet. <laughs> it sounds terrible. The shit people would come up with. Yeah. And you'd have to say to them. And then you just kind of worked into a normal, hey, how you doing? Whatever, you know, your pussy smells like fucking dirty gym socks. <laughs> and they're like, what? Click. And then you put your phone down and all of a sudden they're calling you or texting you and you're like, 
what the fuck was that all about? And it's like, all right, we're on to the next game. <laughs> you know, now it's Lemon's turn. And it's like 27. He's going down and he uh, looks at it and his fucking, it just, color comes out of his face. He's like, I can't do it. And there was a punishment. I think he got punched in the dick if you didn't do it. It was, dude, it's the worst game ever. Yeah. We, we should play it, that. No, no. I, you know why? Because like this, I've, I've accumulated so many phone numbers at this point. I know. And it's bad. I'm about to change plans and shit. And I think at this point I need to go through and really get it down to the 80 people I know maybe. You know, I just, tried that. I purged a bunch of numbers and everything, and it's okay. It was nothing against the people. I'm like, dude, we just we. I met you. We at Jamborina Hills, and we hung out for three or four years. After that, we're friends on Facebook, but I don't need to talk to you or text yeah, you. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I gotta purge some those. Then I'm going through my phone list, and I'm like, these are. You know what? I might need to call that guy for electrical work, so you can stay in here. But yeah, if I ever had to call these people and play in that fucking game. Yeah, there's there's some people that, god damn, like, you open up Pandora's box, man. It's bad. You're going to get fucked. Like I'm telling you. <laughs> but the thing is, watching London and Hurley just in tears, knowing that I'm calling somebody I don't want to call, and I have to say this, or I'm going to get my dick smashed in at a bar while we're already 15 fucking beers deep. Sure. It's just they're fucking tears rolling down their eyes because they know it's coming, <laughs> and they picked my fate, and I'm just like, fuck. They, man, it was fucking brutal, dude. They were brutal in college, like they were, like it was mostly London, and probably Hurley a little bit, but like they would all sit at their table, and it was they all had round tables, like it was like the college they, was like, did they call themselves knights? No. No, but the college is like, how can we make the cafeteria as clicky as it could possibly be? Round tables, you know, so like, <laughs> not accepting bubbles of fucking, you know, <laughs> status. And uh, so they, they, they would sit there and you'd be eating lunch. I'd be eating lunch with my girlfriend that everyone in the world wanted to sleep with. And then you'd hear, Chris the faggot. <laughs> Paging Dr. Faggot. You look, and there's a round table of guys with their heads down, laughing hysterically, like fucking. Your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wore I wore a yellow hat one time. I, ye- oh. I, just, I just had this fucking. It was like a yellow Billabong hat. I don't know. It was fucking 2001. I don't know what you fucking do. It was fucking no. It was 1999. And that big ox of a fucking asshole human, London, was just like. Highlighter. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and like my soul, my soul hurt. <laughs> he still calls me highlighter every now and then. This fucking, okay. So go, let's go back to that kind of story. So I'm sleeping on his couch after the October storm because we had no power in our house. He's like, oh, Dude, yeah. come, come live with me. Yeah, so I got dumped during I, the I storm. Spe- in 2006 seven, or something like that? Yeah. So I'm like, I, I can't remember what. Mm-hmm. So I'm living on his couch, him and uh, Melissa's apartment. And one day he's like, all right, let's, I got to go to Target. So we go to Target on Elmwood and Delaware, whatever. And I'm, I'm wearing jeans and this blue and yellow, Charlie Brown, like striped, not with the up and down, but it was like striped sure. polo shirt. 
white collar. I got my hat on. We're walking into Target. And there's a homeless dude sitting behind this giant fucking, it looked like a giant pot, but it might've been a garbage can. And he's sitting in there. He's got his bags and he's drinking his 40 out of his fucking paper bag. And he says something to us about, hey, can you know, got any change to spare? And we keep walking. And the fucking guy goes, hey, Bumblebee. <laughs> Dude, London fell down right there. <laughs> London falls on the ground and just holding out his giant belly laughing. And I'm like, I look at this dude and I'm going, he's homeless. But the dude just absolutely zapped me. I had no comeback. I opened my mouth and I sat there and I couldn't say anything. And I walked in the fucking store. London <laughs> is in tears. Yeah. And he's just calling me Bumblebee. And I'm sitting there, my fucking mind's going 100 miles an hour. I'm like, you know me, I'm not short on comebacks. No, Somebody no, says something to me, I'm bringing the fucking heat. <laughs> and this dude rendered me speechless. He's homeless. I, here's all the ammo I need. Do you, you know, your life is in a fucking garbage bag outside of Target. I had nothing. We walked out, and he fucking called me Bumblebee again. London had to crawl to the fucking car. I just, dude, I was fucking done. And this fucking, every time I say something to London, he'll shoot me a text, and it's a picture of a fucking Bumblebee, and I just throw my phone down. He knows I got nothing. It was one of the best lines I have ever fucking heard. This dude owned me he owned me twice <sighs> man do you remember, do you remember to this when we day at, that bothers me we went and saw my sister sing at jack devine's in on elmwood remember that night yeah where we basically almost fought a whole bar of canadians so <laughs> so i'm wearing what i thought to be a very fashionable it was it was cold you know it was fucking january or some shit so i'm wearing this tur- turtlenecky fucking sweater thing i don't know it's got big buttons it looked good i look good in it and uh these fucking guys keep going up and touching all this equipment now i had given my sister a thousand dollars and she used that thousand dollars to buy all this equipment so it's like she's She's legit yeah she's like she's becoming a a, a person that sings out she should do this and and like stop touching her shit so i woke up and i'm just like Hey guys, I mean, she asked you to stop touching her shit, stop touching her shit. And this fucking Canadian guy, because it was like the Junior Olympics or something like that in Buffalo at the time, or whatever they do, you know, whatever, some hockey fucking shit. And the guy goes, easy, turtleneck. <laughs> he just fucking. <laughs> Dude, sometimes the simplest insults are just the fucking worst. Yeah, it was just like, fuck. Like, the could. I can't say it's not a turtleneck because <laughs> it is. Because it is. But I can't. I'm fucking tears, dude. But oh. then how do you how do you defend it? You go, but it, but it's cold out. I mean, <laughs> you start to legitimize why you're wearing a turtleneck. The <laughs> guy's like, um, it's 52. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, we we got out of there. It was all good. You you. I think had an issue with more Canadians than I did that night. Probably when you guys were leaving, but 
I remember like waking up in the morning going like, I can't shake off how this guy just said, easy turtleneck. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> that homeless fuck, dude, he has rattled me for an easy 15 years. Easy 15 years. You'll be dying of a heart attack, falling over, and you'll hear, hey, bubble bear. <laughs> I'm just, just going to be like, fucking stab me right now, just end it. <laughs> Yeah, the, and the worst part is like London, you know, he's a fucking great guy and all that shit, but he picks the perfect fucking time and it just sends an emoji of a bumblebee. And I, I, I start foaming at the mouth. I'm like, he's like, Zach, I owned you. I'm like, London, you know, he did. That yeah. was the best part. Literally watching him laying on the floor inside a target, rolling around, <laughs> <laughs> laughing, and he can barely breathe. And I'm just fucking steam is pouring <laughs> out of my ears i'm like how do i not blame this homeless guy because obviously he's at the rock bottom and i can just fucking murder this guy with and words he owned you and he just fucking killed me <laughs> and i was like you. at that point i should have just fucking thrown 20 dollars in the air and walked away yeah yeah you should you should have paid him 20 uh, bucks to take it back <laughs> because at least then you'd be okay but you know, there's, there's, there's literally nothing. I burned that shirt too. <laughs> I love that shirt too. I really did. It was a clean, nice, bright white collar, blue and yellow stripes. Obviously, I'm a big Michigan yeah, fan. Of it. It, yeah, whatever. Buzzed all over town with it. And I fucking look good in that shirt. I really liked it. And after that happened, and it was a couple years later, I was cleaning up my closet. I'm like, dude, at bad memories. It's time. Right in the you, fire. You know what sucks? You should have framed it and kept it and had London sign it. Like that's oh, Jesus. Isn't Jesus. It, London would have walked up to it in fucking tears and all <laughs> fucking slant eyed. And he goes, Hey Bumblebee, love homeless guy at Target. And I would have fucking murdered him too. There's nothing better than watching your friend go through something where he's not gonna be harmed by it or you know, whatever, but like when your friend gets fucking owned or like when your friend gets turned on by a girl, oh my God. It is like, it's so good. It's so good, you know? Because we've all been there, you know? It's the best part about that though is because we're such good friends. And honestly, I, I, we all know that we don't want to see anything truly bad happen to each other. But if, if you walk into a bar and dibs on a chick, and then you fucking, we call you on and you walk up to her and she fucking shoots you down. Yeah. Holy fuck, man. How great was it when he would call dibs on somebody and then that girl would come up and talk to you and not him? Oh, but like, it was good for the moment. He legit got pissed though. But you knew like the next week was going to be a little shaky. You know, yeah. it's going to be shaky. Are we know? still friends? Yo, are we still coming over Thursday to play beer pong? No. Are we going to get drunk? <laughs> No, I'm I'm busy that night. Depending on the hotness, he would boycott. Yeah. <laughs> Unless there's going to be food that you were providing, then he would show up. You know, there's going to be wings. Oh, I pulled that on him one night though. I hooked up with this bartender, and she wasn't anything great, but he was into her, and he's still mad to this day. He had this this way of being very deliberate with his messaging to women right so i'm in math class some like basic remedial math in college like you're paying forty thousand dollars for them to teach you how to do like long division 
basically. <laughs> it, that was even probably too complex. And it's it's me and like all hot chicks because apparently hot chicks are bad at math for some reason. So there's this girl, her name is Becky. And to this day, I don't know if I ever saw her past this moment. So London might've killed her, but he, he wasn't even in this class and it was on the third floor of the college. So he walked up three flights of stairs. How out of breath was he? Extremely. So he leans in, he's got his old Navy fucking jacket on that he wore every fucking day, leans in as the professor's professing, points at this girl, Becky, and goes, you are my obsession. And goes away. Hi, 911. <laughs> I never saw her after this. <laughs> I think she's she moved. Still, she's still chained to a wall in a basement somewhere. She's in Black Snake Moan. <laughs> yeah. And, but like, she wasn't offended by it and she wasn't scared by it. She was like flattered and embarrassed, but like into it. And this girl, Becky, who I never saw again, she might have died on the way home for all I fucking know. <laughs> was beautiful she's beautiful she's beautiful she had olive skin she had perfectly white teeth she had black hair she dressed nice she smelled good everything was put together she had a sense of humor she laughed at it the lady the professor of the class goes does anybody know what a slope is and i said a derogatory term for, for asian americans you know my friend chan <laughs> And Becky laughed. She had a sense of humor. Yeah. And she was beautiful. And I think she's dead. <laughs> you are my obsession. Like, that is like some... His fucking giant six-inch-long fucking sausage finger. Stuck his, he stuck his hand in, and it touched her on the nose 30 yards away. Like, just boop. <laughs> Dude, I remember going like, because I, I, I was around him during his like cock of the walk days, you know, and he's just got this thing about him, man. Like London should have been a famous person. He should have been. Hurley should have been a famous person. Yeah. He should have been people that wrote for famous people. Yeah. You know, we could we we could have been the cool guys in the entourage for a long time. I was just gonna go there. Those, those two guys would have been like um, Vinny and Drama. Yeah, and yeah. we'd be like uh, Turtle and E. Mm -hmm. Behind the scenes guys, we're all in the group. I'm probably E because I'm better looking. Okay. Actually, I, you know, I would probably be more Turtle because we match our outfits to our 100%. shoes and shit. Yeah, and, and we're both read. into music. Yeah, and cool and I, shit. So I'll be turtle. Emmanuel Shikri or whatever her name is. That's cool. I get to bang Ronda Rousey. Okay, have fun whatever. with her dick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm. No. I'm. Uh. I just remember, like, some people have that <laughs> that fame thing about them. There, there was this kid that was doing comedy, and I always wanted to be a stand. Like, I, I remember from being like five, watching like stand up comedy, going like you get paid to tell jokes. It was like amazing to me. And then yeah. I started doing it and I'm like, I'm not good at this. 
Like, I, <laughs> I, I'm not a joke teller. I can't tell jokes. Yeah. I can be funny in a situation, or I can be funny at a party, but I can't. There wasn't enough stage time to figure it out, you know? And I, I could never do that either. It, 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 it's the loneliest thing in the world. But, and when you, but when you crush, the first time I ever did it, second time I ever did it, I did really, really well. Really well. And then the, the third time I did it, I did not do well. And then I was like, Is that what I, they call me in the biz? Bombing? Yeah. And I was like, I will never do this again. You know, I did it a couple other times and I did okay. One time me, me and Brian did a, a special gig in, uh, in Brockton. And uh, I had all these jokes written. I had jokes and jokes and jokes. Cause I was like, I'm going to over prepare. I'm going to fucking do this. And uh, the guy for the birthday party that we were doing it for showed up wearing like, I think it was his 40th birthday. And he showed up wearing like one of those like clay Aiken fucking shiny shirts. And I just fucking roasted that motherfucker. Like I, I didn't do one joke that I had. I'd written jokes. You know, I'd asked the, the wife for like, what does he like to do? He's like to golf or whatever. I'm trying to write any kind of joke again, right? Yeah. I roasted this motherfucker to the point where um, I was going to have Brian go on second. I was going to go on first because Brian is a really good comp. Like Brian yeah. can tell jokes. Um, Brian's good. Brian's way funnier than me. Um, and uh, <laughs> we were supposed to start at like 630. He doesn't show up yet. The guy doesn't show up yet. So my friend goes, there's a keg of beer back there. Just help yourself to the beer. So me and Brian are just slamming <laughs> beers, <laughs> like, like aggressively. Um, so we probably have 10 or 15 beers in us by the time it's time for me to go speak. So uh, <laughs> uh, I look back and Brian's sitting in a chair next to the keg, filling it up, laughing so hard he's crying because I'm like viciously attacking this fucking guy. And they're paying us like $150 to, to tell jokes, yeah. tell jokes, you know? And uh, then Brian went up and did like his actual jokes. And I felt bad that he didn't, it was just a different feeling, you know, yeah. because like you try to tell jokes like, Oh, I was in the airport the other day, or I did this the other day or whatever. And I'm just like, look at your fucking shirt. Did you fucking eat eight fags? You know, like, I'm like really going in on this guy, but she said she wanted a roast. So at the end, I think that's where I, we would thrive in that setting. Oh, I'd crush it. Yeah. I, if, I, if I had to go up on stage and tell jokes, dude, people are throwing tomatoes at me. You know? I had, yeah. I, the best times I've ever had is where I didn't prepare. I just kind of went up and just wung it, started talking to one person. Um, I knew stories I wanted to get into, you know, like, old people fucking that kind of shit. Like I know, I know I could get into certain stories and like kind of do it, but in 10 minutes, like what kind of, or in five minutes, sometimes what, what kind of story are you going to tell? That's going to be palpable. That's going to make people laugh and, and whatever. Yeah. So I always like respected people like Brian that could just be like, Brian had this joke one time where he was like, uh, I forgot. He was like, I saw, uh, what was it? I saw, uh, an Asian man walking with a really, really young white child. And I was like, oh, that little boy adopted an Asian. And like that alone, it was like, it fucking blew my mind that like, and it's not laugh out loud, fall over <coughs> funny, but it's so 
think about it. Just think about it. When it's you say so it. Brian Lee humor. Yeah. So if you can get people to believe that you're a funny guy and also be a likable guy like he is, that's a funny fucking joke. I would have never written that in a thousand years. I couldn't do it. But I can just... We, uh, can we give a shout out to Brian Herberger? Yeah. Who has played at Helium Club here in Buffalo? Yeah. Still doing his thing down in Raleigh? Mm-hmm. You doing it in Raleigh? Yeah, he is. Funny he, ass dude, man. He's and what's cool about him is um other than the fact that he just he stayed with it. Like Yeah. He had he's been doing it a while. It takes fucking so much balls <clears throat> to be able to just to say, I'm gonna keep walking into the fucking wall until I get a little bit out. And and he's met some really cool comics along the way that like who he is and like what he does. Yeah. And so every once in a while he'll get a call from re, like a list comics and say, Hey, I need you to open up for me in this city. And he'll fly oh. out and go do that. I mean, that's, that's fucking, fucking cool awesome. shit, man. Yeah. And he was like a dishwasher at a, or like a, a bar guy at a comedy club. Like I took him drinking when he was 18 at mm. slick Willie's, you know, and it was just, it's cool to see him do that kind of shit. But when I look at people that are supposed to be famous, like there was some people that would go through that club that had it, that had the Hurley it, like that shit yeah. where like, fuck man, you walk into a bar with Hurley and in eight minutes, he's going to have four or five girls that want to sleep with him. Yeah. You just knew he it. kind of looks like Adam Sandler a little we, bit, and, and but he's he also a, funny. Yeah. And we, like, we don't, we don't have that. We got to work for it we got to be edgy or sad or fucking whatever. I don't know what the fuck our game is. My game is like, I'm damaged, you know? Um, yeah, you're like the fucking male version of Daria. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you want to talk, like I said, comics, those guys can tell jokes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, we both just admit we can't do that. But you and I walk into a bar, eight beers deep, random fucking bar. We walk up, we order beers. One of us says something stupid, bartender starts laughing, people in earshot giggle, and we start drinking more, and we start busting on each other or talling stories, and next thing you know, fucking half the bar's laughing. People yeah. are buying us beers, and everybody fucking loves us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never... Why, like, when you started coming back up here and hanging out with me at Vinny's, I mean, how many of my friends went and friended you on Facebook? Oh, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they loved hanging out with us. Yeah. And yeah. everybody's like, oh, Bob's in town? Fuck. Oh, we're coming to Vinny's. <laughs> oh, shit. And half of them are like, I want to go, but I'm scared because they're going to wrap me up in their shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we got drunk one night and you stole a fucking beer off a man's wheelchair. Oh. It happened. <laughs> that, that happened. I was... With no remorse. <laughs> I, I had you remorse. Chase after me? That was a good line. That was a good line. Uh, yeah. But, but I was joking. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm, just, I'm just a shark, man. I just keep moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's like, I said, we, we got our moments. And the, I remember the one time we went out with my wife. We were drinking and we went downtown and we were going to bars and she was getting annoyed. She's like, you guys aren't fucking fun. I'm like, we can't force this. Yeah. And yeah, that's then tough. she's like, fuck you guys. I'll take you to the bar. <laughs> I'm going home. We had a drink and a plane with a midget. <laughs> we got hustled by a fucking midget. She's like, what? 
I said, we went to this bar, neighbors, and we were playing goal and tee. We got like, hustled by a guy that's two foot nine. And we're, tw- we're, we're, we're like 12 hours into drinking. Like, your wife hung out like a, like a trooper for yeah. seven and a half hours. <laughs> Bails out. You guys are boring. Fucking four hours later, we're, we're getting hustled by a midget. The guy's got his own special stool, so he's high enough to reach the fucking wheel <laughs> to play. And he hustled us for shots at Golden Tee. And it was, it was warm gin. That was his choice. Oh. Like, winner gets to pick the shots that the loser does. And I, did, I had to do two shots of warm gin. Oh. And he was, dude, he was putting for us. Yeah, that was the worst part. Him. Yeah. Like, that's your game. You, a three-foot bang. He's a this you're the short game guy like i like i always so fuck up on short short person joke or no, no no you but you are good golden t wise at short game shit yeah you're the man i fuck up on short yeah you do all the fucking time so right. i gotta i gotta pick and choose my battles with that shit when i lose it's because short game and my long game fucks and you just get frustrated Yes. Yeah. I, I love watching the wheels come off. That's my favorite part. I mean, I think if we were to like look at it from a lifetime, not, not even a lifetime. So give me, give me two years. Like we started, let's say in 2007 playing golden tee. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's say 2009 and up. I think we're pretty close. Yeah, I think if you go winning percentages, we're, we're, we're close. damn close. I'll, because, I'll I mean, it. it was funny because back in my Facebook memories, it pops up every year. And it just popped up again this week. That It's like we were talking about Golden Tee, and you went 0-2-1 like the first day. And then you went on a 3-0 run to salvage the weekend, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you know. And, and the thing is, there's no fucking let up. No. Somebody fucks up. Oh no, no foot foot on the fucking throat. You're going right there. I don't yeah. care. Oh, we're you know you're two strokes down with nine holes to go. Well, I'm gonna make you lose by eleven. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You're blowing it over the green back and forth. I'm laughing and drinking and. But there's just, a code among there's a code among thieves, right? We also will tell you, like I'll also tell you, and you'll also tell me. The wind acted this way on the on my shot. I used this. I went here. I did that. Like we're respectful, but yeah, I mean, if if one of us has one of those hard holes where the fucking greens this big and it's two hundred yards away, and and the wind's I thirteen this way, five iron and yeah. jack it into the wind with backspin and it sticks, I'm not going to tell you I hit my seven iron. Yeah, straight at it. I'm going to say, hey, this is my club. It's honor, it. honor. And if you miss your shot and it lands in the water, I'm still going to laugh at you. I would gladly pay for us. Like, I'd like to know what this costs to have each have a golden tea machine, each have a camera, and we do our podcast while playing golden tea against each other. Or we both have sex with each other. Okay. No, sorry. We weren't thinking the same thing. No, no, no. We're on different pages there. Um, Or next time you come up. Swap wives. Okay. Next time you come up, we're still, we're, we're getting there. You know, we're, I'm still on different pages. Okay. Um, next time you come up, Hook. we find a way to do this at I'm a bar. Okay. 
We're getting close. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. And we do this podcast at a bar that has golden tea and somehow mm. stream it. Yeah, we could probably do that. Somehow. Yeah, we could probably do that. Might have to do it from our phones because my wife's got some little clippy thing we can stick to the bar table. Yeah. And aim it at the golden tea. Live it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can watch us fucking go to town and talk shit. I love, I love, um, I love the atmosphere that Golden Tea brings. Like when people play it. it, there's nothing sadder than when you're at a bar, and there's like a Golden Tea machine. It's like, wait, no one plays that. Like the bar, the bar loved down here that 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 uh, just sold. They had this Golden Tea machine in the corner. No one fucking played it ever. It's like, why have it? The barbell used to have one. Really? That's where I started playing it. Um, if you walk straight through the bar, right, literally at the end of the bar, you kind of got to go left a little bit and you walk straight towards the kitchen. There's a little nook there. They had it at an angle stuffed in there. Okay. On the, on the far left. Yeah. On the far left. And gotcha. when we would go in there on Thursdays after working and cash our checks, we all used to play. I and love I that you can cash your checks at the bar bill. <laughs> yeah. I had my own mug. It was great. We... Literally, I think we were the only people that ever played that game. Because yeah. when you went down through the scores, it was me, Brad, Nick, maybe one other person that was with us that would play. And that's all you saw was our names on a fucking leaderboard. That's I started playing at Comics Cafe shit. in, shit, man, I got to say like 2001, maybe. But it was like, I'd play, yeah. I'd, I'd play against, and again, 2001 Golden Tee, you could get like 25, 30 under. You know, if you knew the shortcuts worked. Yeah. Um, it was, it was so arcadey. They've yeah. actually gotten like less arcadey, you know, now, but um, I would play against these guys and I'd be like, well, this is fucking stupid. But then I'd start playing darts. Cause like darts are where like you're, you're playing for drinks. Yeah. Golden tea. Uh, I'm going to spend a fucking dollar or $2 at the time or whatever it was and get my fucking yeah, ass kicked. So I was out of that, but. But yeah, um, when we started playing Golden Tea competitively, the only thing I'll never play against you is is fucking bubble hockey. Yeah, don't. Yeah, like you're the only guy I've ever seen do like one timers in bubble hockey. You're yeah. like Rain Man because you is. are retarded. And yeah, the backhander off the wall over the goalie's shoulder—it's a fucking just stupid move that people never ever ever see coming. Did you have a golden tea machine when you were growing up, or are you just a savant? Golden tea or bubble hockey? Uh, golden. Oh, sorry, bubble hockey. No. I had a um, tabletop hockey. It was made of, like, tin. There was no bubble over it, and there was a little hard puck, and the guys were just fucking – Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, flat. I remember those. I yeah, it was, yeah. um, I think it was the Canadians against the Maple Leafs. Okay. And the people only went, you know, like, kind of like – bubble hockey but i think a couple guys they went straight and then they turned a little bit yeah and um, remember that. my neighbor up the top of the hill he would come down we would play and we'd fucking we'd sing the national anthem in my parents basement <laughs> and we would play you know hands over hearts both canadian and the u.s national anthem one would sing one would, and we'd play <laughs> and we'd sit down there for hours and then yeah. it got to the point where you know every goal was scored on the ice and we would bend one of the sticks 
Now people are fucking pass, pass, roofing pucks. Yeah. Whole new ball game. Yep. But that guy, that's what I started with. But then in bubble hockey, I mean, I remember me and my buddy Paul Murray, we went to Jack Astor's and we destroyed everybody in a bubble hockey tournament. And we won Sabres jerseys and free drinks or some shit oh, for sure a night. It was like people were watching us play and we were just fucking destroying people. Like I said, man, both of us had like You're like the midget at, at yeah, neighbors, but Yeah. We we stool. each had a patented <laughs> shot that was literally unstoppable that nobody ever saw coming. Dude, I it 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 kinda it didn't I'm trying to find the right words. It it, it didn't make me mad. I was like just beaten. Like uh, and I, I'm like super competitive. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> but I really, really like you can't beat it. You you can't defend it. It's like when your sister is playing, like you're playing Mortal Kombat against your sister, and she's just stomping on fucking buttons, it's buttons, and finding fucking the thing. Like you found the fucking hack code to something that, that, that was the unicorn has. It, but it's not a computer thing. Like it's no. one thing to like find the fucking cheat in a Mario to fucking warp or whatever. That's cool. That's, that's kind of skill, but it's, it's, it's beating the computer. This is like, you're like anal. It's an analog hack, which Dude, is the, so the fucking annoying. Is 95% of people that play that game literally assume that you're passing off the boards to your center, which you're just fucking ramming down the middle and smoking a puck home. Yeah. So they keep their goalie in the middle. As soon as you see that goalie cheat, yeah, the guy yeah. against the wall, yeah. backhand off the glass, right over his fucking shoulder. And then people just sit there and go. It's so annoying. And I'm like drinking my beer. And you ice. beat me like 20 Stop. to 1. Yeah. And I think you scored the 1 on you. I probably did. I got no. And you know what my problem is, though? When we started playing that shit, we would always go to B-dubs on Elwood. Yep. Yep. I fucking love that place. But I would always get the tall boy Blue Moon. Is it is it dead now? Is it over? Yeah. There's the only Wild Wings left here. I think there's two of them. One's on Niagara Falls Boulevard. Oh, is that is that the first time we Crossing were friends? Target Plaza? Well, yeah. And then the other one is out in Hamburg by McKinley Mall. I think those are the only two here. There's one here, but, man, it's barely hanging on. I just heard, like, another place closed around here, too. Sucks. We went to Wild Wings last Friday for lunch, me, Chris, and Ob. And I got wings, and I ordered them hot. And I kind of forgot that they're hot as, like, Duff's hot. Yeah. I, I, I ate, like, six of them. I, I couldn't even eat anymore. My mouth was burning. I said, fuck this. <laughs> I just, it's funny. I, on, like, National Chicken Wing Day, I got, I got hot wings from there. I got, I think, 10 or whatever. And I smoked them down the hatch. Because I'm a man. Dude, I like man. hot. I like, I order my chicken wings hot, like literally every restaurant we go to. Yeah. But I've learned at Duff's and Wild Wings, their hot is a little hotter than normal. Yeah. Yeah. And like Chris is like, you're glistening and fucking sweat's coming off my eyebrows. And I'm like, I can't do this. They're good, but I can't do this. You've seen that show Hot Ones, right? No. Oh my God. Okay. So this guy started a YouTube show about 
interviewing celebrities while they eat hot wings. <clears throat> but as you go up in wings, I think there's six wings or, or eight wings, the Scoville level of the hot sauce goes up as well. So like, for example, Frank's red hot sauce. Hold on. Let me ask. Let me see here real quick. Um, Frank's Scoville. Okay. Yeah, it's low. Yeah, it's so Frank Scoville is 450, okay? Tabasco sauce is 700. Really? Oh, yeah, Tabasco's got a little more kick to it. Yeah. So I found that out at Denny's one day, putting it on my fucking eggs and hash browns. I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta lay off this. That'll too whoop much. Your ass for fucking sure. Um, so some, <laughs> some ones on the hot, on the Scoville rating for hot ones, are two million. Yeah, just like ghost peppers or some stupid fucking bullshit. Dude, not to not to make this a whole Tim episode, but one time Tim made chili so we walk he used to live close to where do you remember la metro on elmwood that little um it was like <clears throat> kind of like a little metro-y diner kind of place uh, no i cool. my head my friend carrie worked there so we'd always go there because carrie was really pretty and still is really pretty um so uh, and she would sometimes hook us up with uh carlsberg beers remember carlsberg oh yeah the like green it. bottle yeah, yeah. yeah. then so, they had the weird caps on them yeah right? yeah it just felt like a gentleman um so but they also made their own bread. So uh, he lived close to the Metro. So uh, he's like, hey, man, making chili. Let's fucking do it. So he, I'd come over. He's already like halfway into his like concoction of making fucking chili. And I'm not like, a, what are you making it with? That kind of guy. I'm not one of those guys. So whatever. He's making chili. Cool. I'm going to go get the bread. So Tim and I, he's, he's letting the chili simmer. We walk down to La Metro. We buy a fucking round loaf of beautiful bread. Come on back. And uh, it's time to eat the chili. This shit was so fucking hot. I don't know what he put in it. Like, to this day, I have no idea what he put in it. It had a lot of beans in it, which is fine. Yeah. But it was, I put ice cubes in it, thinking that maybe it's just the temperature <laughs> of the fucking... Maybe, maybe it's just, maybe That's the temperature. That's how this works. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe it's just hot, like, like temperature hot. No, the ice cubes were hot. Like everything was hot. <clears throat> so I'm like lathering butter, bread, whatever. I get it down, have a couple bowls. And then we hang out for a little bit. I go home. And that night I get woken up by my asshole going, hey, all the hot sauce is trying to come out of me. Like, I'm about to throw up all the hot sauce you ate. <laughs> yeah, but it was like a whisper. It wasn't like, it wasn't aggressive. It was was it like, like the, the dog in um, Road Trip? Hey, how <laughs> that yeah, yeah. make me some pancakes? <laughs> so I acquiesced to my asshole and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll have to go poo. Cool. So I go sit down on the throne and... um. What came out of me felt so hot, Daryl, that I had to blow into the toilet cold air to cool my butthole down. 
Like, what Everybody kind of wish? In the morning, ask why the fire extinguishers in the bathroom. Dude, I was getting like sink water and throwing it on the hole. Like, I I didn't know what to do. Like, that it makes was, it worse. It was the hottest. I don't. I've had one other experience with that, and and somebody, came, one of the cooks that obviously like smoked fucking meth at Comics Cafe. He was like one drop. He was like, he was like a a total. Eighties guy, you know, like long hair, fucking yeah, fucking dude. He's like Steve O, but from the eighties. He's like one fucking drop of this, and it'll make you sweat. I'm like, fuck you, man. I'm not scared of fucking hot wings. Whatever, fucking do it. You know, he puts two drops of the shit from New Orleans in there. Same thing, man. I shit my pants in my bed sleeping. Like my body was just like, get the fuck out of me. Like you know, it like just Goldberg? melts. You know, Whoopi kicks fucking Swayze out of her body. He's like, yeah. my asshole did that to, to hot wings. And I, I ruined, like, part of my comforter was burnt. That's a true story. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I hate that. I mean, I like hot stuff, but man, it just tears me up. I have celiacs. So just add that in with any sort of dairy and just everything. It's awful. Fuck, it is awful. Well, and like when I when you go get hot wings too, you're also like for for me anyways. Like I'm always on vacation and shit, so I'll go out. We do this, and let's go get Tim Hortons. And so like my diet, <laughs> it's like so. My stomach's like so. Let me ask you a question real quick. So you start with coffee, okay? And it's not just regular coffee, but it's coffee with. Canadian creamer, which is made from fucking X-Lax or some shit. And of then you uh, don't drink any water because why would you? And then you're going to go ahead and grab a bunch of wings and just throw those in there and a lot of hot sauce. Got to have the hot sauce, right? Cool. And then uh, maybe you wash it down with, I don't know, 90 beers. Cool. And you expect me to act normal? I'm like, no. Your, but- <laughs> your stomach becomes that volcano science experiment in fifth grade (laughs) i'm like i'm I'm like i don't care if you act normal but like why do i have to get completely naked to take a shit like why do you make you know like the naked shits Uh, we're like oh this is gonna be a naked one (laughs) yeah like that happens in buffalo so i (laughs) we can end the podcast with this and we can start episode eight soon. Yeah, I was gonna say check yeah. your phone. So yeah, I know. Land your plane. Um, so when I would uh, when I was younger, I would play basketball all day during the summer. So I would dribble down from my mom's house down to the store, um, usually get some food, and I would have all the food with me that I'm gonna have the entire day at the courts. If I had to shit, I'd go shit in the woods. Like a man. If I had to piss, piss in the woods. Whatever. Um, but I wouldn't leave. So this one time, for some fucking reason, I think it's a good idea at eight in the morning to buy a quart of milk and cookies in August. This is uh, similar to what happened in Anchorman, isn't it? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. But anyway, so... Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> so <laughs> it's worse. Um, so... I get down there. I'm practicing by myself. I haven't touched the milk for a while, whatever, cookies, whatever. I'm going to save that shit for lunch. But it gets kind of hot. 
you know, it's August, you know, so I'm playing basketball. Some people start showing up. We start having a few games, a few running games. And uh, as the game started to die down, I take right, a break. Dude, hang on. Yeah. I got to, I got to grab a beer. Okay. Well, keep talking. I'm going to disappear for two seconds. I wish you would disappear forever. So Hope we all. I think, um, you know, it's time to have my cookies and milk. I've des- I deserve it. I've been playing basketball forever. So I sit down on the end of the slide, have my cookies and milk, and then, hey, we need one. I go play another game of basketball. So I start running around like the champion I am, playing the game, playing the game I love, that whole kind of shit. After that game, everyone goes home. So just me shooting free throws, doing the same shit I was doing at like nine in the morning. And then my tummy starts to rumble a little bit. (laughs) I'm like, well, this could be a wood shit. I'm good. And then my tummy goes, it's not a wood shit. Like you got to get to a bathroom. So I think, okay, the only bathroom I can think of that is accessible in the town that I grew up in is maybe... I don't know, half a mile away if I run through the woods, like sprint through the woods. So I grab my basketball and I start sprinting through the woods. <laughs> sprint. There's not run. enough leaves in the woods for this one. Yeah. My, my ass was like, you'll, you'll die. So I sprint all the way to the only restaurant in town, the restaurant we went to after my dad's memorial. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It was a cool place. Yeah. Run into the thing, open the door, sit down on the can, and I shit out a quart of what is now, I understand, to be rotten milk. A lot of cookies. But I kind of get a boner when I'm taking a shit. As you do. We've had this discussion before. <laughs> and, <laughs> and in my haste to finish pooping, I go to have the victory pee and pissed all over my own face. Because you forgot you had a boner. Yes. As you do. Now, as an older man, oh, I take notes fuck. every time I have a boner. I had a boner on Thursday. <laughs> at at 4.14 in the afternoon? Like Dragnet? Saturday. 6.18. <laughs> My wiener got hard. <laughs> and for no particular reason. <laughs> All right. Episode 7 in the books. Are we, uh, yeah, so we're going to... I can do another one. We're going to step out of this? Yeah. That was a little longer than I wanted, but um, we, didn't have a, we didn't have a break. We were going to talk about doing a break, but whatever. Well, um, I'll stop this. Do you want me to, uh, to send us out of here with... Uh, our, our, we have sponsors. Oh, yeah, please. Okay. Um, this was what, episode seven? Yeah. All right, episode seven has been brought to you unofficially by Miller Lite. Oh. Grab yourself a six-pack of tall boys for that ride out to the country where shooting guns and fingering girls on your tailgate oh. of your jacked-up 4 by 4 is just a normal Tuesday. Cheers. I like it. <laughs> so dumb.